Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you. Much more still to come today, but uh, do want to focus on uh, the story today about new rules around mortgages. And again, I think it's something that people who are maybe looking at buying a home need to be aware of. But also, there's the implication in all of this that maybe everybody else, whether you already own a home, maybe you have no interest in buying a home, uh, but in the housing market itself. I mean, if the housing market is in trouble, that could obviously have some repercussions uh, through the market and affect us all. So you've got the CMHC, and there was an op-ed that the uh, CEO of the uh, CMHC wrote in the Globe and Mail today, uh, raising a bit of a red flag about the real estate sector. And that even though this is a problem that seems to be concentrated in Toronto and Vancouver, the affordability concern, uh, that it is spilling over into other markets. So as a result, there are some new mortgage rules in effect today that are aimed at minimizing the potential fallout. So it involves a stress test for all insured mortgage applications. It would measure whether or not a borrower could still service their loan if interest rates went up or if their own personal financial situation changed. Uh, So that's new. So what does it mean? Joining us uh, for some thoughts, please, to welcome to the program, uh, Phil McDowell. He is uh, past president of the Alberta Mortgage Brokers Association, also owner and broker at Mortgage Alliance. Phil, thanks for making some time for us here today. Well, thank you, Rob. Uh, so I, uh, did we know this was coming, first of all? Uh, there have been discussions for the last two years, actually, uh, through uh, the Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions, to the default insurers and lenders that more changes were coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, uh, I think, caught many of them unawares that, one, it was going to be this particular step of having a stress test using posted rates on five-year terms and the length of time people had to adjust. Um, we've had six mortgage rule changes effectively since 2008, and in each case, there was upwards of three months for people to get used to and climatized, Mm -hmm. especially the lenders and the default insurers. The short time frame that we've got right now has left all of them scrambling, trying to figure out from the very broad-based statement made, how does it really translate into how we do business going forward? Right. So explain what it means in practice, then, for somebody buying a home, applying for a mortgage. How does this change the process for them? Well, the big one was that if people wanted to buy a house and they wanted to get the absolute biggest priced house they could possibly afford and qualify for, they had to use a five-year fixed-rate mortgage at least in order to use the contract payment that's based on the interest rate in order to qualify. If they wanted to do a variable rate mortgage or any term under five years, 
for the last number of years, they've all had to use that stress test rate because the theory was the rates are going to change, but if you've got a five-year term, you've got time to adjust. Basically, what's happened is since those changes were made, the interest rates have, in fact, gone down, not gone up. And I think the Bank of Canada Department of Finance is really worried that people are going to be into a five-year rate mortgage for four years, and then the rates start kicking up, and they won't adjust. So that's where their philosophy is coming from. Rates haven't gone up as they anticipated, so now we're going to have to treat everything equally. All right. So is is it an overreaction in your view? Um, I, my personal opinion is it's not an overreaction to an environment of lower interest rates. Just applying the stress test itself. But I do think that they've done some things with rolling out the policy with insured mortgages that is going to reduce overall competition. And even when the interest rates naturally increase, the consumer is going to pay a higher price for their mortgages as a result of the changes that they've implemented. It's not just purchases that are going to be affected. It's the fact that there are a number of lenders out there that are the non-traditional, non-bank branch lender who've done a good job of ensuring that interest rates are competitive, that payout penalties are competitive, and they've been able to offer mortgages to people buying rental properties or properties over a million dollars or wanting an amortization of more than 25 years. The change is not only the stress test, but there's no more what's called portfolio insurance, which allowed these non-bank lenders to provide competition to the major banks. Right. So that's where the real focus, I think, is going to be in how things are going to go forward for the consumer. Well, it's interesting because, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, interest rates have stayed low or gone down in, in a lot of cases. And, you know, you look at markets like Calgary and there, there are markets across the country where housing prices have come down as well uh, in, in sharp contrast to what we keep seeing in, in Vancouver and Toronto. So, I mean, this is being done in response to what's happening in those two markets, but does it make sense to, to have a one-size-fits-all approach right across the country when we're seeing very different things in certain markets? Absolutely. Um, and so the, a blanket approach is the simple approach as far as the government is concerned. But uh, I think what you will still find is that when I take a look at what happened in the last couple of years, especially in Calgary, the reason why prices haven't been going crazy, even though interest rates have gone down, is because people are concerned about job security. They're taking a look at their own internal budget and saying, we don't want to go to the maximum anyway. So that's why we haven't seen that big drop in prices that everyone was anticipating. 
Like if you remember uh, Garth Turner talking about Calgary going down by 25% six years ago, mm-hmm. that did not happen because there is a resilience in pricing. Well, there, there seems to be, yeah. I mean, um, but I, there, there is that concern. I think we saw it, you know, 30 years ago in Alberta where uh, you got people in situations where the value of their house drops below what they owe on it with, with a, a collapse in housing prices and, and that concern. Um, so when we, when we face those kinds of, of pressures where we've got an economic downturn in Alberta, but then at the same time we've got housing markets that are overheated, uh, like in, in Vancouver and Toronto, how, how do we manage then these very different circumstances? Well, I think, again, it can be applied because there's a sophistication with computers nowadays, like the default insurers run off postal codes. If you really were concerned about an overheated marketplace, you throw out an announcement that you're using a stress test rate based on a postal code. Right. So you don't need a national program just for administrative sake. Uh, so what are the unintended consequences of this? Uh, I mean, whether you're in, in Calgary or Vancouver or, or anywhere else for that matter, I mean, you shouldn't be getting in over your head if, if you're buying a house. But do, don't we have mechanisms to, to prevent that? Well, they're saying that these are the mechanisms to prevent it now is to put a curb on people's desire for housing at levels that they can't afford if there is an increase in rate, regardless of the marketplace. Because someone that's buying a home uh, using default insurance in Vancouver has the same percentage of income they could use, whatever their income is, in order to get that house in Vancouver. So just as a broad base, if you use 35% of your pre-tax income to look after your housing costs of mortgage payment and heating costs and property tax, condo fees if they're involved. The large home price in Toronto or Vancouver, you need a large income for the larger house price under the default insured programs. So creating this particular inflated interest rate is the government's way of saying we've had low rates long enough. They haven't gone up. The buying activity has not changed as a result of the other six changes we made. So now we're doing something, and I think it's radically different. Yeah, interesting. Well, Phil, appreciate the insight here. Thanks for making some time for us today. Okay, thanks, Rob. All right, take care. Uh, Phil McDowell, past president of the Alberta Mortgage Brokers Association. He's an owner, uh, owner and broker of Mortgage Alliance. His thoughts on what this is going to mean and why it's uh, happening in the first place. So let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll go through some more of the details uh, on these changes. Uh, your reaction as well, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.